0: Welcome back to Archetypical. Uh past episodes we've focused much more on our analytics insights practice. And I want to switch gears and and move over to our, our performance management team and specifically talk one stream. Uh, so today I have one of our resident one stream experts in in Mr. John Moorhead with me for for y'all to get introduced to him as well as get introduced to overall kind of CPM world and, and one stream. So why don't you start with kind of a, an introduction of yourself, John, and kind of in general how you got into the CPM space?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John Moorhead, I'm a senior director here at Archetype. I'm the head of our OneStream Center of Excellence, uh, which means that I have responsibility of overseeing the architecture of pretty much all of our OneStream projects, as well as enabling the team uh, with best practices and uh, you know the newest advances and in, in the best way to achieve what our clients need. Uh, you know, I I've been doing uh, what we what we call EPM CPM, depending on what vendor you ask, uh, consulting, uh, or what I what I often refer to as corporate finance consulting, uh, for about ten years now. Um, the first, little bit less than half of that, I well, a little bit more than half. Excuse me, I spent in mostly the Oracle world, but I also had experience with uh, about about a good year with AnaPlan and um, touched on some other ones like Planful and Adaptive a little bit. Um, and then for about the past four, almost four and a half years, I've been pretty much exclusively doing one stream, And that's been a real blast uh, personally for me. I really love it. It's been the tool that has uh, you know, really, really gotten me most excited. When I when I first joined this world, uh learned about multidimensional databases in S Space. Uh, originally back in the day, I, I was so excited at the possibilities of what it offered, just the ability to do this analytical um. You know, math and, and you know e- more easily access this data it was super exciting but it wasn't too long before I started to hit the walls of what I couldn't do and kind of got frustrated. And uh, it's one of the things I love about OneStream is I never have to say no. It's all—it's capable of basically anything we want it to do. The question is always just: Should we? <laughs> should we do this? You know, is it—is it really the right thing for the client to—to—to to, to do this? Is it the right process? Is it the right investment of time and resources? Um, you know, is it does it have a good enough ROI to be worth it? So um, th- that's exciting to me for sure. So yeah, that's kind of in brief how I got here.
0: Love it. I'm curious, kind of looking back at your career and how you got into this space. Is there anything you would have changed or uh, even preferred as a different career path of to get to where you are? Well,
1: you know, it, it, it's funny you say that because I'm. I spent the first, well, since I was probably about 12, I thought I was going to be a computer programmer or a computer engineer. You know, I, I fell in love with computers around the age of 12. Um, you know, when we when we got our first PC at home. I sort of mess around and tinkering and uh learning programming and building my own computer. Uh I'm a, a super geek kind of in that way. I actually built a homemade water-cooled uh system way before they were cool with a with a with a rick car radio, a little a little radiators, not car issues that I that I bought and like handmade everything. Um and I went to college for, for that and <laughs> midway through my uh, I decided to go more programming, and then midway through my internship between my junior and senior year, I realized that I probably didn't want to do computer programming. I <laughs> had a little bit of a, a little bit of an existential crisis, actually. Um, and it ended up working for Microsoft out of college because they offered me a job, and I was like, "Well, I'll give this one more shot." Like if Microsoft offers you a job, you know, that's I should try it out. Like yes, they're the big, that's it. the real, the real, real, real deal, right? Um, and it just wasn't for me. You know, I, I really, I really have always loved programming and problem solving and using technology to, to do cool stuff. But I realized that software engineering just wasn't uh, you know, the whole, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole uh, world of, of processes and things that just I did, you know, until I got in and started doing it, I realized I didn't like. And so I actually kind of wandered around for a while trying to figure out what I was going to do. And when I landed, it, like I said, I first discovered S-Base and realized what I could do with it, it was super exciting. Uh, and I really haven't looked back since. And, I, and and also, I I turned down my very first job offer in this space because uh-huh. I thought I said, ah, I don't want to do finance stuff and accounting. Like that sounds awful. Uh, numbers and you know, it seems soulless or sort whatever. Of. And um, I was shortly after convinced to give it another shot by a, a college friend of mine who was in the space. Was like, I really think you'll like it. Like I know you and I know this stuff. Like I really think you should give it a chance. So. I ended up interviewing with another person and, and actually really liked that person a lot. It got along really well. And so I ended up coming in and I found it to be an incredibly rewarding career. You know, it's not anything, it's not the soulless number crunching that I thought it would be. It's, it's helping people uh, do their job better. And in particular finance, oftentimes people are working, you know, Way more than forty hours in a week to get the to meet the demands of the of the corporation, and when you can help them do it better, that oftentimes means getting more time in their life back, and having a better quality of life, and that's that feels really good when you when you leave a client and you feel like I'm really leaving this place better than I found it, and uh, it's been really 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 rewarding. So no, I really you know I don't think I I would want to do anything else. I think it, it took me a while to find this in the beginning, but it's really fit me well.
0: Love it. Do you feel like your programming? Background that you at least started with, as much as it wasn't your passion in the ultimate end, do you feel like that has uh, been fruitful and kind of uh, becoming the expert that you are in this space?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So it's it's undeniably one of the reasons I do love OneStream um, because you know, as much as I knew that software development wasn't a thing, I, I've always liked programming and, like I said, using technology to help do things. And programming is kind of the you know the the most uh, control, the, the most controlled way to do that. I mean, you can do cool stuff with Excel and formulas and stuff, but like when you could program, like you can really get into the nitty gritty and do a really powerful stuff. And OneStream is a Microsoft based uh, solution, living in the Microsoft ecosystem, you know, and I spent a lot of time in that world, um, you know, and uh, now, and one of the things I love about OneStream is the, it is a platform that gives you the ability to run your own code almost anywhere in the system, like almost anywhere in the system, you can put your own special stuff if you need it. Um, you know, and most clients don't need lots of it, or or some clients don't even really need any of it. You know, because there's so much value in the financial intelligence in the in in the system itself. But like I said, you don't ever have to tell a client no if they have that like one-off thing that's like really important to them. I can't go, well, you know, I know I can give you 95% of what you want, but I can't give you that last five. It's like, no, I can do that last five, you know, and we can do cool stuff. And um, and so the ability to do that it, it really got me excited, and that led to me really diving into the system and and you know, really learning everything I could about it, which I think has really benefited. Yeah. I mean, my own, my own career and, and I, and the team too, I like to think, you know, that's one of the reasons that I was excited to take the, the role as the head of our center of excellence is I love spreading this knowledge too and helping people understand what they can do. You know, as, as much as I like doing it myself, I feel like if I can leverage my knowledge and help so many more people accomplish stuff, then, you know, that's even cooler.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, so, I mean, to take a step back slightly from obviously your career, but for those people that don't know, what is OneStream?
1: Yeah. So OneStream, uh, I kind of said a little bit, of it. it's a, financially a financial intelligence system, right? Um, and at the core of that is a multidimensional database, or a cube, if you will, that allows for um, effectively... The, the loading, calculating, and analyzing uh, financial data. And one well, of the cool things about OneStream is that not only do they have the cube, but they have relational tables that allow for blending of data that you know more naturally lives in a relational stage, which allows us to blend kind of the operational metrics with financial data to really get that that great insight. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, we measure company health financially, right? I mean, if you're if you're in a business uh, and you're losing millions of dollars a day, you can't keep that up for too long, right? You can only bleed. Uh, so long before you run out of blood. And so um, you know, we need to be to be able to kind of keep track of of the health of the company, uh, you know, both where we've been, where we are exactly right now, and where we're going. And, and that's really what OneStream allows you to do is efficiently manage those processes. And so it's built from the ground up with an understanding of what are the core tasks of the office of the CFO, right? Of the accounting team and of the of the um the controls in the company and the, and the, the finance the FPA team. Um, to to accomplish those those common goals, right? Every company, even though even though everyone does it a little bit differently, you know, they're all trying to see this achieve the same common goals of again, where where have we been, where are we now, where are we going? And understanding, you know, particularly in in in, in there's basically two standards. In the US, it's GAAP and in, in internationally it's IFRS for how we account. And and you know, report our numbers and, and understand really where we've been. And then from a planning side, there's a little more creativity involved, a little, a little bit more wide open, because every you know, specific business, even in the same industry, might might look at their business or think about their business slightly differently. And so how we how we think about our business is often how we plan our business. Um, but again, that's where the 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 beauty and the flexibility of OneStream is we have the ability to kind of take care of these relatively rigid. You know, actuals numbers again. The where were we and where are we now, but it also has the flexibility to to allow for the creativity of where are we going, where we want to go, and and how can we get there. So uh, again, it's a it's a multi dimensional t- uh, system with a bunch of financial intelligence built right into the tool. Uh, there's a ton of value again just in that base platform, but it's also a wide open platform that allows you to do just about anything you need.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a perfect way of putting it. I know on OneStream's website I love their kind of one line of uh unify I think it's unifying finance processes. Yeah. Uh it's kind of a, their line of of OneStream in general. Um and now your focus is primarily in the planning, budgeting and forecasting side for for us here at Archetype right or
1: yeah, well, that's where my you know prior experience is from. Um, you know, I, I actually graduated college with a finance and economics degree, and I I have more interest in kind of that planning. Which was called the fp a side, the planning side. I'm not. I have a little bit of accounting knowledge, uh, just just enough to be dangerous, but I'm not an a, uh, accounting or CPA by by trade. But I spent some time, you know, working in in finance, in the corporate finance. Again, not not you know not investing finance. It's another thing we often get asked is, oh, you work in finance, so you know all about investing. It's like no, no, not We're we're talking about you know planning and budgeting uh, financial operations of a company. And, um, but yeah, that's that's where I've mostly lived. And part of that is that's just my favorite. I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy that kind of challenge and creativity of trying to understand a business and and model it and for planning. And uh, to be honest, I just uh, I'm not detail oriented enough <laughs> to be an accountant. So uh, again, I understand, but that's that's why I've spent most of my side of the, on the FPNA, most of my time on the FPA side. but, Again, having done, joined uh, the OneStream community now, you can't help but learn the closed consolidation accounting side. You have to really understand that at least a little bit um, to, to really call yourself a OneStream consultant. So I've definitely uh, have gotten a lot better at that over the past few years. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, w- I would say more on the planning side. It's, it's certainly where my heart lives.
0: I've uh, had conversations with a lot of OneStream folks over the years, and uh, I've always found it funny that a lot of the closed and consolidations folks usually joke jokingly say that on the FPNA side you're just making up numbers. They just get to make it up. <laughs>
1: yes. There's there's definitely um camps, right? And and people who are accountants, they're like, no, these are the numbers. These exist. You can find every last detail. We can structure it and and you know there's thank God there's people like that because without it we'd be in a chaotic world. No one would know where they're at. Um but yeah it's you know the thing about FPA is you are a little bit bummed with the wind. So there could be a little more like, eh, two percent margin of error is reasonable. We can deal with that, you know. Um, I remember talking to the uh, Salesforce.com finance team actually, and they're like, every month we land within five percent of budget, and meaning like every you know month their actual spend and revenues within five percent of what they planned for that month, you know, the previous month, and that's pretty dang impressive. Like, that's an impressive stat. Um, not many people land with that accuracy. Um, but yeah, you know, even ten percent is like that's good enough, you know. And, Accountants are like, no, 10% of $10 billion is an amazing amount of money we can't lose. And you know, it's it's definitely a different world. But, uh, yeah, but they're both necessary.
0: Like, yeah, it seems like there's more of an almost like an art on the planning side of like of uh, forecasting that way, but um yeah. it's always interesting to see. Uh, so for sure. Curious on overall, uh, how are you seeing one stream as the the best in breed for CPM solutions or platforms right now?
1: Yeah, well, some of it I already kind of talked about, which is um, you know, just the big platform, right? Where this, it's just got the wide open capabilities. And um I mean, no other system could do the breadth of what OneStream can do. Uh, you know, there's plenty of great planning tools out there that'll do great little spot planning for you. And again, particularly if you want to just write Excel-like functions that you know, some ifs and you know, add this up and kind of go look this, you know, be looked up, go look this up and um, you know, add some dimensionality around it. there's some there's some planning product products out there that are pretty good. Um, but I don't first of all, I don't think anything could possibly compete on the consolidation side. like I think that market has fallen. Way behind, you know. Once you originally started, really, focus- they started just saying we're going to solve consolidations first because it's really the, technically the harder problem to solve. You know, being able to do intercompany eliminations and currency uh, translation adjustments and you know minority ownership and joint venture stuff like there's a lot of financial intelligence that's really specific and complex. And um, and so they really wanted to solve that first, particularly in, in a cube based world, because you need, you want that cube, that multidimensional database, for analytical purposes. It makes drilling through, slicing and dicing super easy. But it does present a challenge uh, to those uh, to those specific financial operations. Uh, you know, involved in close, which is why you see plenty of multi-dimensional competitors in the planning side, but almost no multi-dimensional competitors on the consolidation side. Right. Basically, the only competitors on the consolidation side are ERP systems that do relational-based consolidations, which gives you the consolidated numbers. You get to a consolidated like net income, but they're not nearly as good for analytics. Right, to take that number and then drill back in isn't as useful. So, you know, if I want to report to the street. Great, I can do that out of my ERP. But if my if my board then asks me, okay, well, why did this happen? <laughs> uh, now it's a lot, you know. I don't have the that that tool that consolidated is not the tool for me to investigate. But OneStream is the tool that allows you to consolidate and analyze uh, in, with that multidimensional cube. So they really solved that problem first and solved it amazingly and there's they just left everyone in the dust uh with, with with consolidations you know so for people who are doing planning only that's where we see a lot more you know com- competition out there uh where one stream you know is 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 in a heat whereas with consolidations again there's pretty much just they have won. If you do if you're building a new consolidation system, you're probably picking one stream. Uh, if you're doing a true consolidation system. Otherwise, again, you're probably just doing it in your ERP that you already own. Um, but with planning, we see competes, but again, you just don't. There's so there's obviously no system that could do both because one stream is the only one that does consolidations well. So if you need both, again, one stream just is you know light years ahead of the competition. And even on the planning side. Um, where you can say it's more competitive you know onestream has really turned their eye towards that now that they solved that consolidation issue a few years ago really really kind of put the cap on it and man they're making some great strides and it was good enough it was good you know you could do great planning but the the things that they're enabling now on the planning side um again just make it i think light years ahead the ability to blend the relational database again relational data with the cube data is something that no other system can do it's just not that i'm aware of at least. Um, you know the ability to to generate a user interface that is exactly what the the users need. Um, again, I, you just can't do it in their system. There, you got to use theirs. Do they they have a way of doing it. There's their dashboarding and there's their widgets and you know there, there's maybe plenty of flexibility there. And again, it may be able to accomplish your goals, but there's still bounds. There's still hard you know hard many hard bounds that your walls are going to hit. Whereas with OneStream. You just the you know the world's oyster, so to speak. you can do what you need and what you want. Um, you know one of my favorite examples of that was a, a client we did back in 2019 where this pharmaceutical research company that had their actual scientist department owners put in their budget. Uh, which is great. Big fan of distributed budgeting. You know, the budget owners, people you're going to hold accountable, should be putting those numbers in. But scientists don't particularly like to think too much about their budget numbers. They just want to, you know, if if you just give them the money they need when they ask, they'd be super happy. They don't want to tell you what they're going to spend. They just want to, you know, investigate and spend the money. Uh, and so they're not. They don't think that way, right? They're, it's not their world. But we actually were able to develop a system that walked them through the budgeting process. Uh, and a couple of sizes, everyone came back and said that was easy to use. We really liked it. You know, it was, you know, there was no grumblings of, oh, this is terrible. I hated it. It, was, it. couldn't, couldn't do what I needed to do. Everyone was at least satisfied. And a couple of people said they even had fun doing it, you know? And to me, that was a, a high compliment that people who just don't want to do something actually enjoyed doing it. So, um, yeah, I just, and that I would not have been able to do that with any other system.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I feel like we've had a lot of people here at archetype who have um moved over from uh, doing consulting for other uh, epm or cpm products including yourself with like you did some banana plan you mentioned you then you were with oracle and now you're with one stream and I think it's valuable to look at that we focus on solving business problems for clients and the fact that consultants are making that shift over to OneStream as like the solution that they're implementing the most now or being so tied to is showing how much OneStream is just leaps and bounds ahead of the competition in so many ways.
1: Yeah, you know, I early on in my consulting career, I had a lot of interest in learning about other technologies and not just doing one at a time. Uh, because I always thought that you know I want to be able to give the customer a really, really fair and balanced view and talk about you know have the right tool for the right job. because uh, that's what the way the market was back then. It's like, man, if you had a specific need, here's the best tool to fit your need. Um, and to be able to really have that tool belt with all those different tools on it., um, I thought it was important for I wanted to do it kind of me personally, but I specifically thought you know a company really should have um, you know, the financial experts. That you know that can hopefully swing between tools and and again use that right tool to solve the right problem, um, and I still like keeping up a little bit with the market. But what I found is is that I just honestly I got I got a Swiss Army knife now with OneStream. I don't need other tools in my tool belt. Uh, You know, I got a maybe, maybe better set of Mary Poppins bag full of tools. (laughs) It's the is what OneStream is, right? I could just reach in and pull out what I need and do it, Um, even if it didn't exist in there a few minutes ago. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't have to, I don't have to go back and get get something else. So, yeah, you know, it really has has stuck out, and um, that's why we've continued to to really just choose that one one tool, is that we can do so much with it, and there's no need to to be well 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 versed enough to
0: implement other tools. Mm. What uh I'm curious what excites you the most of kind of the future for OneStream?
1: Oh man. Um you know they're they're really working hard on the browser UX
0: um uh
1: user experience they're they browser based uh like client and I'm very excited to see where that goes because you know up up till now it's all been a, a a hard-coded interface and and again I, I love that I love what you can do with it but you know web web interfaces I think offer a lot of great flexibility as well and I'm really excited to see where that goes and and all the cool things that you can do and and one interesting thing to note is that if you if anyone's ever been out on the XF marketplace which is where you get the software and access the marketplace for other solutions that you can put in the software um that's all built in the browser UX now, so you can actually access it through the web. You don't have to launch into uh, the OneStream app because it is is actually built in OneStream. Their marketplace is a OneStream application, which was always cool. You know, you'd log into the OneStream application to download OneStream for you, right, and install it on yourself. Um, and it still is that, but now you access it through the web. Uh, so that's one thing I'm particularly excited about. Um, you know, on a, on a more nerdy, geeky note, for personally, they're they're continuing to expand the possibilities for us back-end developers to do even more, um, and that's really cool to see and to be part of. Uh, we were part of the initial, the inaugural wave conference back uh, in the fall last year, and it was really fun to get to talk to a lot of the of the one stream people there. And out of that, the other thing, the last thing I'd say is they're working on a graphical programming language, um, a graphical builder for for scripts, so that people who really, really, really don't want to touch code can still write much of the same things that uh that we coders can write. Right. So really, really trying to fully enable and f- fully dispel the myth that you have to know how to code to do one stream, right? I mean, I, I still think that's a
0: myth now, but uh that's one of the cool things that that's, that's coming out, uh coming down the pipe uh that I'm really excited about too. Yeah, it seems like they continue to have a passion for innovation, which I think is by far one of the most valuable things for any company like this. The reality is is their their growth and the way they've uh, really just set themselves apart was initially their innovation in the space. And too often, I I mean, we've all seen it with a lot of these technology and software companies that eventually – uh innovation gets thrown out the window usually and that's not happening with one stream like they're continuing okay. to innovate and find ways to innovate i know even um with their uh, kind of desire to get into the the data science ai and machine mm-hmm. learning space with their extensible ml and uh, we've obviously had marty and ken on here on archetypical mm-hmm. and they've actually been partnering with marty and ken on trying to mm-hmm build that out in, in, in full fashion and 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 ask kind of our data scientists some key questions as well. So I love it. I love that they're continuing to uh, innovate in those ways. Uh, so last question I'll have. I mean, uh, this is your last chance. We got a prospect <laughs> listening to this. Uh, they want to learn more about OneStream. That they're needing to make a decision on the future of CPM at their organization. Why OneStream and then why Archetype? to implement it. Yeah, well, man, I feel like if I haven't made a strong enough case for OneStream. <laughs> I know probably, I was going to say. Probably,
1: probably lost them already. Um, <laughs> I mean again, I just don't think you're going to find a tool that's going to be able to meet your needs now and in the future. Um, you know, again, we we've seen well, we've been in it long enough now where we've seen some early competes where uh, they choose, chose a competitive software and have now come around and chose OneStream because the growth of the organization they just outgrew that tool. Um, you know, and we're doing more and more replacements of uh, other competitor software than, than we ever have before. So again, I just I just don't think there's a, a tool out there that's going to grow with your company and and be the tool that you can use in the long term uh, for anything you need. You know, from because close consolidations, account recs, planning, forecasting, long term planning. Um, strategic planning, you know. Uh, I mean, we built a revenue recognition system for one customer uh, to help you know streamline their close process. Um, an- analytics, you know, some some BI work. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, we obviously have a, a very talented team full of other tools and stuff on BI, but we still do some BI and mini data warehousing, so to speak, of operational data it, right in one stream. So it's it's just such a capable platform. It's able to do so much and and help you. Now and in the future, I just don't think there's any other option. Um, and as for archetype, uh, I mean, there's a lot of competitors out there who are very talented and want to take too much away from them, but I just don't think you're going to find a place with the same culture and teamwork that we have, um, where again, you're not just getting the one or two or five consultants, whatever it is on your team that are helping with the implementation, you're getting the entire archetype team backing that up and, and helping make those uh, make your project a success. Right. and you're and you're joining an organization where uh you know we're really dedicated to customer success and uh, everyone on the team is wants to make sure that every project's a success we're all you know i'm I'm usually involved in every project almost a little bit directly but pretty much the entire team is aware of all the projects that are going on and you know particularly the senior the senior people are always kind of making sure that all the projects are going like they, they need to and if we need to bring someone else in to help, you know, pinch it a little bit, and hey, you know they really need this one specific thing. I know you did that over that other fine. Do you mind coming over here and helping real quick? It's, it's not a problem, right? And and I just don't think you're going to find a company that that has that same culture and that same commitment to customer success.
0: Love it. That's perfect. Uh, well, I appreciate you coming on. We're going to do um, many, many more of these. I hope, and hopefully in person at some point, I'll come down to yeah. Texas. There we can. There you go. These. Uh, well, we can
1: we could do one with ricardo and me at the same time exactly because, I mean, and maybe even marty you know oh. who lives it's funny we live in san antonio and uh it was three three architect employees in san antonio we all just by
0: total happenstance live within a, two miles of each other so <laughs> you know it's That's uh great, That's come great. no i'm in i'm we'll we'll fly down we're gonna make that happen so Sounds good. Uh, well again appreciate you hopping on and uh everybody thanks for listening and uh tune yeah. in next time for for our next episode
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining and staying all the way to the end. Talk to you soon.